The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 153rd episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And believe it or not, I'm playing something other than Call of Duty. I mean, can you believe that? I don't know. This is crazy. Crazy. Anyway, let's get on with the show and start introducing everybody. First up, we have Sonic Mage 58 returning to the podcast. How are you? What you drinking and what you playing? I'm doing good. I'm drinking some Deep Eddie's Lemon Vodka right now and playing some Outriders. And no uh, no Destiny. Wow. I think this is going to be a theme tonight. It's uh, It's been... <laughs> the PvP has kind of thrown me off Destiny a little bit. <laughs> so you're taking a break. Happy break from it. Yeah, I got to get some serotonin back in. <laughs> And as a last-minute sub, we have Valiant Victory. Thanks for filling in last moment. I mean, we asked you, like, I think uh, 20 minutes ago, and you, and you stepped up. Uh, what you drinking and what you playing? Uh, I have two beers in front of me, because hopefully we can uh, get through this thing in an hour tonight. Um, but just in case, I have two. I'm drinking a Blue Moon. And for my uh, my other girly beer, I have a Lining Kugel's Summer Shandy, because, you know, it's summer somewhere. You're ready for the the summer weather, the beach. Well, certainly ready for it to be warmer than it has been. I mean, we had it was like 18 degrees last week, and it's freaking April. Sounds beautiful. I'd like that. So uh, yeah, I'm ready for summer weather. I, even if I can just kind of will it into being, I'm I'm good with that. But uh, in a in a surprise change, I've actually had about um, 20 hours into Outriders. Wow! Can you imagine? I my machine actually worked. I downloaded it, and for some reason, I couldn't make the beta work. But then when the real thing came out, I messed around with my account a little bit, and all of a sudden, it worked. Uh, I was kind of excited to see I finally got into it. It's in Game Pass and whatever. And I, I logged in, and my uh, my Xbox uh, Series X seemed to function on a game other than Destiny. It's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, that's probably why the beta didn't work, because it was just confused. It was like, I don't know what to do. Like, what is this instruction set? This doesn't make any sense. There's no <laughs> warlocks or hunters or titans. What's going on? I think finally I convinced it. I said, it's going to be okay. We'll just try it. Just a little bit. <laughs> so we'll this, is, this is that basically the meme where, like, you, you know, you're the guy holding the girl's hand, Destiny's hand, and you're looking over at Outriders. Outriders. <laughs> yep. She's looking at you in shock and horror. Like, what? Yeah, I think it'll be okay. We're 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 just taking a break. I'm not leaving forever. I'm just taking a break and playing something else. A little side piece. I get it. Yep. A little. Um. Shh. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> don't, don't don't tell Bungie. Shh. Um. Anyway, yeah. So once again, my name's Lala Calamari. I am drinking a Sly Fox Haze Fix IPA, and uh, still continuing the hazy beer phase. I think I'm about ready to drink some summer beers as well. It's getting to be getting to be about that time. 
Uh, speaking of summer, we just uh, introduced our newest edition of the GRG official banana hammocks. Get them on the site. Uh, highlighter yellow and extra small and tight, just so you know. can really show off the Dental goods. Floss. Dental, Dental floss. Dental floss. Mm. Oh, just a little. Grex, Grex is ordering the, uh, the, the mesh pair. Fishnet. Fishing at <laughs> oh, God, I think I just got sick. Um, <laughs> and, and I have put down COD for a bit. Uh, my mental health is thanking me right now, and uh, I'm playing Outriders as well. So we're all playing a different game. How exciting is that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, maybe we should talk about that, but there might be other people that would go and take a little break just as a way. I mean... I don't think people like beers are ever going to truly leave Call of Duty, but there'd be a way for uh, you know some of us to play something else, maybe even game with people we never have, and then you know go back to our respective places. What do you think? I think that's uh, definitely what's happening. Uh, I know Beers is playing. He actually has a, a character. He has I forget which one he created, uh, but one of the guys that runs up in front of people and smashes things and stuff. So ooh. Devastator, I think. Maybe. Yeah. We were playing the other night, actually, and uh, well, I don't want to get into some issues, but we had a technical issues, you know, first night the game was out, so things weren't working so well, so we went and played Warzone, which was a miserable experience, but although I do think we did get a win that night. Anyway. So, Lala, do you have a rant? <laughs> you know, I almost didn't. I almost didn't have a rant this week. It was very last minute uh, I came up with one. And um, anyway, so my rant this episode is basically a slam dunk rant. This is like an easy thing. Everybody can bitch about this. And no, it's not about Call of Duty. I'm giving that title a break this week for this episode. Uh, but it's about GameStop being massively uh, being a massively use, useless company. I can't spit the words out. I'm so excited to yell at them. Um, and, and go ahead, call me Captain Obvious for, for ranting about GameStop. Uh, everybody does. I've personally hated the company for years, and I really refuse to do business with them. But what's got me going was just my inability to use this game store credit that we had. My son traded in his PlayStation 4 and some titles, and he had about $200 GameStop credit. So my idea in my head, my bright idea, was to use that money and buy an Xbox console from GameStop. You think being the, the, the sole niche of this company, that the whole idea of GameStop is selling games, consoles, etc. They would have consoles. It is impossible to get a console from this company. Impossible. Any of the new consoles, there's no way you can do it. And if perchance they do have five, they sell them with this bullshit $200 upsell charge of a combo with shit you don't even want. Like, one of them even comes with a GameStop gift card. Like, fuck you guys. You're going to sell me an Xbox Series X for $800 with shit I do not want? Anyway, uh, screw GameStop. I, I turned around, took the $200 credit. I bought Xbox Live game cards. I maxed out my Xbox Live, and I, I gave the rest of my, my uh, oldest son to max out his. And uh, I, I finally switched over to Game Pass Ultimate. Boom. Boom. Done. That's the way to do it. I, I got some common sense. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Soul Scrim isn't here to mock me for finally jumping on that Game Pass wagon, but 
Better late than never. Better late than never. And, and, and essentially now, I'll make sure that I don't purchase anything from GameStop ever again. Yeah, I um, GameStop is a meme now, right? I mean, they're not. No one takes them seriously. There's, it's, it's more of like when it's a slow news day. You know, the 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 nerd people decide to be it on GameStop because they're just they're they're just an easy target these days. They're 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 just so 1990s, and they're never gonna catch up. They're you know they just uh, announced today that they are going to issue a bunch of uh, new stock and use that to you know finance themselves out of debt, and so that'll work for a little while. Their stock price is up relatively, but they're the uh, they're the last buggy whip manufacturer yeah. in the in the West. You know, it's uh they're just a running joke. It's fine, but they're essentially blockbuster. Right, right. Remember blockbuster? Right. They're done. I mean, everybody's buying games digital. I, I I would not buy a disc game now at all. I linked my uh, Xbox Live with my son, where he's linked to mine. So anytime I got a game, he got it. So it, was, it just made sense to get digitally. And then now with Game Pass, that still works. So he was going to convert to Game Pass, but there's no need for him to. So he can download every game. He's been downloading a bunch of different games on Game Pass using, I mean, it's his account. I don't know how it all works, but he's happy. He's got his stuff. And it works on his PC. Sonic was typing in chat about the PC. I'm like, yeah, because he can, does. He went on the PC and got it, uh, the Halos, the early Halos. He's been playing through Halos. So quick little thing on that. I know we're talking about some stuff that's going to hit Game Pass. And I think Game Pass is going to be the new Netflix. I think it's really going to be a great place to, if you have it, you can do the stuff you want to do. Beyond Light is in Game Pass. Outriders in Game Pass. And I need gold. So if I paid for it, if I paid for those things, I'd pay $180. Game Pass cost me $180 a year. So that's net zero. I mean, I, I because I'm playing Outriders and I'm playing Beyond Light and because I have to have gold in order to play with my friends, right? Game online with my friends or you can't even use Destiny without gold. It costs me basically nothing to have Game Pass. Yeah. So I think that anytime you can think of that you might have two games that you might play out of game pass it's paid for itself absolutely and um we know halo's coming uh the next forza titles coming um speaking of game pass we might as well just go right into gaming geek news because first on the list was uh some stuff that's also coming to game pass right first off the show the show is considered to be one of the best baseball games ever by pretty I much every game sony exclusive wasn't it it was. What happened? They're coming to Xbox as well. So they're releasing it to Xbox as well. But it gets better. It's going to be released on Game Pass as a day one title. That's sick. <laughs> it's crazy. So this was like the hottest baseball game. This was the game to get. If you were into baseball and playing games, the show was the one to get. It was exclusively Sony. Uh, now they're releasing it, and it's going to be on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, boom, day one, you have the show. Uh, it's going to be available for Xbox Series X, S, and the One. And it would also feature cross-platform play. So you'll be able to play the losers at PlayStation, see who's better. <laughs> yeah, Bleak will uh, be telling us how about how his uh, PS5 is better for the show. <laughs> well, they can say that all they want. Um, 
I, I don't know which one's better. I like the controller on the Xbox more. So that's I'm sold. <laughs> that's that it. seems to be the thing. It's people like the thumbstick either low or high, right? Yeah. If you like it mm-hmm. high, you like the Xbox. If you like it low, you like the PlayStation. Sonic, do you play uh, baseball at all or? Uh, no, I'm more of a basketball fan. I if I'll if I'm gonna play a game, I'll play basketball. But I'm not gonna like play it on a console. I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna play it. Play. Shoot some hoops. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go shoot some hoops. I'll send my kid over. He's only six nine. <laughs> he's wait what? He's six nine. <laughs> yeah, he's a big boy. <laughs> oh, my. oh sweet lord. Yeah, he was playing college basketball until he kept getting hurt. He took a. He's done with it now. He just can't deal with the the injuries. But yeah, he's an arrow to the knee. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. He actually met a uh, 76er. Uh, they was doing a signing down downtown, and uh, Mike Scott and the guy. Uh, he's like, "Yo, I gotta check this guy's temperature." Whatever he said, and uh, stood up next to him. They had a picture of him. He's like the same height. It's funny. Of course, the guy's got about thirty pounds more muscle on him, but <laughs> he's a big boy. So the show comes out April twentieth. So day one, Game Pass. There you go. It's pretty good. That's that's pretty exciting, but. Um, also, for the show, make sure to look for an upcoming Grim Reaper Gamers League. Uh, if you are into playing, and since it's going to be cross-platform, there's no excuse for the PlayStation guys not to to hop in and play with with the Xbox Xbox guys as well. I know the Xbox guys are creating the the league, so but that is coming. I know like uh, Vikes, Fetal, Beers, uh, a few others. Um, or again, I think diehard Canadian or diehard Cub fan, diehard Canadian fan. Jeez, that doesn't make any sense. No one's diehard over Canada, Canadian land. Whoa, whoa, whoa! To, uh, <laughs> Toronto, they got a, they got one Canadian baseball team. Dude. Toronto also has beers, beers and leaves. We don't Even talk. More about reason Toronto. for me to go move there. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no. Have you met beers? Like, actually, I'm talking about the guy, not not beers. <laughs> oh, uh, same difference. I don't, no, uh, he's a scary guy. Oh, geez. I'll just take him to the bar with me. <laughs> uh, he'll drink uh what's he drink the caesars he likes the uh bloody caesars that's a canadian thing i don't know anyway let's go continuing with the game pass stuff uh, a fresh rumor came out today that a triple a third party first person shooter will be coming to game pass when it's released day one when it's released and the the big rumor the hot rumor is it's battlefield six so the next version of Battlefield may be coming to Game Pass as a day one. Um, people were thinking it might be Call of Duty, but I think Call of Duty is so tied into uh, PlayStation. They do do a lot of stuff with PlayStation first that it that doesn't necessarily make sense. Plus, they sell a fuck ton of copies of games. They're number one. So why, why would they go to Game Pass? They'll just sell it and make their own money. But Battlefield Six is the uh, what people really believe will be the title coming out to Game Pass. It's, that's that would be insane. That would be crazy. I mean, that would just be another game for me to go play while I'm waiting for Destiny to fix itself. Right. I mean, we've got we're gonna have a hiatus here from November to February of next year, where uh, there'll be three months of no updates for Destiny. So it'll be a good time for. You'll have Halo and possibly Battlefield 6. I mean, time to break out some new shooters. Sure, especially Game Pass. Absolutely. Right there. I mean, so now you're looking at how many titles uh, 
you know, you got the outriders. Five. Female. Yeah. So 60 bucks a pop. How much? What is that? Can you do a spreadsheet on that Valiant for me? I don't do a spreadsheet. That's 300 bucks. Wow. You're quick with numbers. Quick maps. <laughs> E360 no scoped it. Yep. <laughs> so, all right. So that's exciting. So, um, you know, I can't wait for the next Battlefield title. Uh, you know, I'm so desperate for a new first person shooter. You know, Call of Duty is absolutely murdering me. I, I think you guys are upset with Destiny. Call of Duty is even more painful. And I don't know why I play it. It's not that. I think that the the PvP is in a bad place right now in Destiny, and I think this is probably one of the best seasons ever that we're in. Just that we're getting a little fatigue. Um, I, I'd say that you know not to go too far down the the Destiny rabbit hole, but I think it's it's a really good season. It's just that we're getting towards the end of it, kind of. I mean, I guess we got thirty days left or whatever, but we've gotten through all the story stuff and whatever, and and it's time for us. To, we take a break, and when the next season comes out, we'll be fresh. And it'll be the same. I think we'll 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 keep picking it up and putting it down. I don't think it's gonna be you know none of us are gonna walk away from it. I don't know. I can't. I won't speak for Mage, but it's more of <laughs> I just, won't. I won't walk away from Destiny. Yeah, you're you're all gluttons for punishment. Yes, <laughs> as evidenced by the amount of time I spent in trials and never going flawless. Well, no, I take that back. I went flawless once. Yeah, I I can't say anything because the amount of time i spend in call of duty or amount of time me and beers uh vikes all those people we play call of duty war zone we're on every night suffering through that <sighs> i think it's really good for these companies for for us to do that if the population moves for some of these other things even if for a short while it says something it says that hey maybe there's some things we can do better and maybe there's some things we're doing right but there's definitely some things that we can do better and I don't care if it's Call of Duty, I don't care if it's Destiny, I don't care if it's, you know, it might be Outriders, who knows? Outriders may have, you know, legs, and it may be around for years to come. Before we get to Outriders, I just want to say, you, you were speaking of, uh, you know, things like the, they're doing better. Look at Microsoft and what they've been doing with, uh, with gaming, with, with the Game Pass, with the acquisitions they've made. And there's talk that they're going to look to buy Discord. They're really making the power play. To come out number one. One of the big things they are missing is whenever you cross-play, you need something like Discord. And if they could find a way to make Discord work on a PlayStation and on a an Xbox, then we're in business, right? That's true cross-play. So we don't have to worry about any of the party bullshit. And I know if we're on a PC, you can use the Xbox Party and Xbox Party PC to xbox but that still doesn't fix the issue with playstation where if they do that acquisition which they're pushing for i think that that's really good i mean i think that two or three years ago if you said hey you know xbox is going to come out of this thing and they're going to be you know a front runner all of us that are xbox people would say oh yeah they'll be good but really behind when you know behind the scenes we're like eh, well i guess kind of maybe <laughs> maybe you know i hope so as you know every single player title at the drops has been killing it on uh, the Sony side. Now I think that, you know, the Sony people are doing the same thing. Oh, we're fine. Sony's fine. We're good. We're good. We're doing okay. No, I think that the game pass thing is a real win. And with Bethesda and uh, the other studio acquisitions, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm betting on this horse now. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much, uh, Kind of what sold me to get the Game Pass finally. Um, so I wanted to check out this out, Outriders that we'll be talking about in a second. 
and then everything that they have coming. And then it was just the writing was on the wall for them to increase the price of live anyway. So I figured I might as well just bite the bullet now and play some different titles. All right. Well, let's get into the big topic here. Uh, Outriders came out this week. It's it's a brand new title. It's on, I guess it's on PC, Sony, PlayStation, and Xbox. It's a looter shooter, third person view, uh, set in a futuristic magical world. So we got your space magic for you guys, Destiny fans. Um, do you guys want to explain the game a little bit? What, what is it about? What's the story about? Uh, story is Earth is uh, fucked. Uh, and so people are there. They've built a ship to send you to another planet to hopefully recolonize it. Um, they had two ships, but one of them blew up. There was an accident on board. So you guys are the only ship to get there. After spending like 60 years in hyperspace, everyone's in cryosleep and stuff. Uh, you finally arrive at the planet and learn that you have fully lost communication with Earth. So Earth is just dead. There's no one there left there anymore. And you guys are supposed to recolonize and save the population of human society by colonizing this Earth, this uh, planet, this planet Enoch. You land on the planet, you go and investigate some of the flora and the fauna, and you're wandering around just looking at things. And suddenly, like you know, there's there's an anomaly. Uh, a giant storm is coming in. And it seems kind of dangerous. Everyone starts to run to take shelter. And there's some people who have already taken shelter. But those who haven't taken shelter, they start getting like struck by the anomaly lightning. And it's literally disintegrating people. And your character, he manages to uh, grab onto the arm of someone who got struck as they're disintegrating. And it seems to have like, infected him with some sort of power. And so they decided that they're going to put you back into cryosleep to try and be able to save you and work on you later. Eventually, you know, you wake up from your cryosleep, someone pulls you out of cryosleep, and you find out that another 60 years have passed, and Enoch is basically just an, a giant war zone between insurgents and the company that sent everybody there to colonize the planet. And you find out that, you know, because you got struck by this anomaly storm, and some of the things that happened, you survived it, uh, you've actually gained some powers, and you become what's known as an altered. And an altered is basically kind of like, you know, in Destiny, where we have our different classes that were resurrected by the ghosts. You have your different classes vaulted. And that it, that's the basic gist of the story is like you're just trying to uh, find your way through this world to help like stabilize things and eventually repopulate. I think to put a finer point on it, your individual personal thing is like, what the f happened in 30 years and what happened between when we got here and what caused the anomaly like what's what's this all about i think we're we're personally investigating our per, our character's personal thing the overarching mission of of this outrider or or outriders in general is this you know colonization safety and colonization but what the f i think is is our personal character's motivation Oh yeah, and the I think it's like the final thing before they put you into cryo sleep is that you know you discovered a signal being broadcast from somewhere outside of this storm, and so your prioritization as an outrider when you wake up is to find the source of that signal. So you mentioned about the different classes, and I, and I know we had a f four different classes. Uh, do you want to explain what they are, what they do, what's the benefits of them, or 
Uh, yeah, so I've been playing as a Pyromancer. I haven't played as any of the other classes, so Val might be able to explain some of those better. Um, but I've been playing as a Pyromancer, so everything's about fire, setting your enemies on fire, uh, taking, stripping away their armor and their resistances, and doing a ton of damage in a short amount of time whenever you inflict those status effects on them. The Pyromancer, in my opinion, is kind of broken because you don't require line of sight to hit anybody with your abilities. They could be on the other side of a wall. They could be through three sections of walls, and you'll still hit them with your abilities. I've just been immensely enjoying playing through the story as the Pyromancer and just going back in, helping some other people progress through, and everyone's just like, what are you doing? How'd you do that? Yeah, I know uh, Valiant and I are played as Technomancers, and... All, all I know is I throw a lot of shit out, like different turrets and stuff like that. <laughs> and I have a sniper rifle. <laughs> and you have a sniper rifle. Well, I think the Technomancer has is a bit more nuanced and definitely in a group. You know, I think that, that the old school magic people would think of us as like the ranged fighters. I think we work better at that. You know, running a sniper, there's a lot of different stuff in our skill trees that make us more suited to shoot at shit from a distance um, to, you know, play it safe in that way, but do massive damage from a distance. And again, we, you know, we got uh, later on, I don't know if you've gotten, have you unlocked the double grenades? Lala? I have not. Um, I'm going the top tree. Um, oh, you're going top. I'm in the bottom. We'll get into that in a second. Um, trickster. Um, I think Solus is running a trickster. And that seems to be a bunch of, as the name says, a bunch of different status, you know, buffs and debuffs, not necessarily, you know, weapon or um, ability damage per se, but very um, buff and debuff oriented. So slowing and poisoning and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff on the enemies. And, um, you know, again, maybe we can ask him in a follow up when he's on. And then the Devastator class, from what I understand, I'll go, I, I've only played with one person as that. They are a freaking tank. They just run in and They eat, eat the crayons. Up. Yep. They are the, the titans of the, the classes here. Just They just run in and, and tank the heck out of crap. Which is interesting because it seems like every group we're in that I've been in, it's all, you know, everybody wants to play range and we, we need more tanks. We need some freaking tanks out there. Well, that's why you need me to run in there. I mean, even though I'm a Pyromancer, I'll still run in there, and you'll see me just in the middle, almost dead, and I'm still somehow getting shot and surviving. Nice. Yeah, I picked the Techno just because it had the sniper, so I love the... I always love to use a sniper. I love popping heads, too. Especially freeze them and pop them, right? Yeah, so I I thought I was going to go that route, but I'm not super in love with sniping in the game. It's a little awkward. Anyway, so we were talking about you know, customize the characters. You mentioned the different trees, and uh, I guess each character has three different trees where they can spec out different skills. And I don't know if you guys anything about that, uh, how customizing works. Yeah, so I've fully maximized out the top tree on my Pyromancer, and it's built solely for inflicting burn and then ash on them. And ash is the same thing as the Trickster does, where you just freeze them. They get encased in a bunch of ash. They can't move. Um, but my status effects, like I, I can put on, there's these volcanic rounds. So I, I basically put on incendiary rounds for my magazine. I get two magazines of that before the cooldown starts and I'll just set everybody on fire. Even if I miss them, if my shot gets close to them, they'll get set on fire. And then when that burn ends, they get encased in ash. 
And every single time they get encased in Ash, they get inflicted with a vulnerable status, which means they take more damage. And my final perk on the tree is enemies encased in Ash take 30% more damage. And I went and looked back through my tree, and if I encase enemies in Ash, I get a 90% increase in damage to them. Nice. So I just I put on those incendiary rounds. I have an LMG, and I'll just spray the field. Everybody gets set on fire, and then I'll hit them with my heat wave. And that'll consume their burn in case everybody in ash. And then we can just it, you, one shot on anybody with an auto rifle or a pistol will essentially just put them in the ground. And we just go from there. And I, lo- I love doing that and just like showing everybody, you know, I can just burn everybody on the battlefield, consume their burn. They get frozen for a few seconds. And in that time, we can take out over half of them. And it's just, it's fun to see everybody's reactions. Whenever I do something like that. Yeah, that sounds like fun. My three skill trees in the on the techno, I think, are top tree, poison, middle tree. Gosh, I forget what the middle tree. And then the, the bottom tree is um all abilities and uh and uh weapon perks. So I'm aiming kind of right along the edge of the the top edge of the bottom tree. So I'm grabbing some of the stuff from the middle, which seems to have health buffs. But again, I like the uh, abilities stuff. I mean, those ability cooldowns are sick. I mean, some of the stuff, it goes so fast. I got the double grenades so that every time it it's it's two and then cooldown, you know, in Destiny, you get one and then you start another cooldown, another one would go. So you got like grenade, grenade, and then a, full, a regular uh, cooldown time. And then as you upgrade the things, you can, um, you know, shorten the cooldowns by percentages. So I've been uh, kind of working on that. What's neat with the uh, the trees is you're able to cross. So if you, if you're building out your character, you don't you're not necessarily locked into the one tree. You can slide down and go to a different tree, and to just link skills. And uh, sometimes you can cross over. Uh, the other thing that's pretty cool is you can reset the skills at any time. There are the and trees no cost, at right? no cost. There's- yeah. That's sick. I mean, if you if you like, I'm like, well, I don't, this isn't working for me. Just redo everything. Here's a question for that: Is there a way to save? Say you create like um, a skill tree that you like, like with all like I think you can have like twenty different options you can pick, or you can have twenty different points. I think it's thirty, isn't it, Mage? Um, let's see. You level thirty is your cap, but you have fifteen. I think it's fifteen skill points. Oh, 15 total to spend. All right, so it's 12 if you go straight across the board. 15 or 19. Three to spare. Okay. So you can, you you know, you pick them all out. Can you save them? Like, so I want to create this build with these different things, and this is customized. Can I I save that? Or if I wipe it, is it just gone? I got to start over. No, you can can spend those. And then if you want to reset your skill tree, you just hit the reset. It gives you all those skill points back, and you can respec them however you want. Yeah, I just kind of want to save, like, uh, so I do a skill tree, and I like this one, but I want to try something different. I want to be able to save that skill tree. The customization I did. I think, I mean, I guess, you're, I think you're better off with a screenshot, right? Yeah. So this is the one I add, screenshot it, then look back through your picks and say, oh, that's how I did it. That'd be a cool feature to add. Just save it, you know. Yeah, that would be sick, too. Yeah. Oh, speaking of customizing, uh, so obviously this is a looter shooter with all different things. Uh, we talk about, like, the different weapons and armor. So can you customize them, mods, crafting? How does this all work? Uh, yeah. 
there's three different tiers of mods that you can put on your weapons and your armor. Uh, the way that you get the mods, though, is by if you get a weapon and it has a mod on it that you want, you just dismantle that weapon and you can then equip that mod to any other weapon. Same with the armor. Uh, but you'd have to go to, um, there's a scientist dude who follows, around, follows you around in your camp uh, that you can talk to. And he's the one that you have to go to to mod all your equipment. And you can you can level up your equipment so it stays you know relevant if you want if you really like the perks on that weapon, or you can uh, change the mods out on it. But you can only change one of the mods. So when you get to like the purple level gear, or if you rank up to uh, blue to a purple, um, you'd only be able to switch out one of the mods. It'll lock the other mods, so you won't be able to switch that one at all. But you can change out the other mod as much as you want, and. You can change up the attributes. You can put skill points into the other attributes that the weapon has. So say you have a weapon that rolls with like 10% critical damage. You can go to the raise attributes and you can raise that critical damage up. I think it's like five different times and up to like 20 or 30%. And then you could just keep leveling up that weapon if you wanted to. Uh, mats are super easy to come by. You get them from dismantling weapons and armor. Uh, there's only three different mats as far as I know, which are leather, iron, and titanium. Titanium is harder to come by because it can only come from dismantling your purples or legendaries or from elites. And those are the only ways that you can get titanium. Well, or, you can't buy them. Yeah. Well, no, you, you can't even get titanium for mining so far as I've seen. Yeah, I, got, I, I mined titanium. Oh, you did? Yep. Damn. Okay. So uh, you I mean, can, but it's rare. I got like five. Yeah, and then you can buy titanium at a later date um, from one of the vendors that shows up. That she starts following you around in your convoy as well. Ooh. Okay, so uh, one of the big selling points of this game is it's a co-op. Uh, how does this work? When can you just join on people? Who progresses the story? And do you have to join a player behind in the story, or uh, how does this, that work, the story? I, so, I feel like that's going to be a problem <laughs> initially. So I'm world tier 13, almost world tier 14. Uh, the cap is world tier 15. If someone wanted to join me, they might have a really rough time. They might, they're not going to be doing as much damage to enemies as they would in their own world tier. They, you can join on people who are in a lower world tier than you. Uh, if you do, you're, it's going to bring your stats down to match with that world tier as well. So, if I'm a higher world tier, say that, or you're at a higher, you're you're at a 14, uh, where I think me and Valiant last night got the seven. You drop down to us. Would you even get loot that would matter to you, or do you still get? Does that scale appropriately? Uh, so, if you're in a higher world world tier and you go to a lower world tier, it's still going to keep giving you the legendaries and the purples like they like it normally would. But that gear is going to be at the level of that world tier that you're currently in. Yeah. So the the other thing that's that's a little tricky sometimes is story progression. If you you join somebody, so let's say we join Mage and he's much higher and he's farther in the story, and we're not connected there, it's not going to finish those story points for us when we get there those things are still going to have to be played but one that we found last night lala is you picked up a quest right before i turned it in and 
Remember what was the one of them there that go save the old lady's daughter, something like that. Mm -hmm. And you picked it up and then I turned it in and you got credit for it, even though we didn't go do it together because I had finished it before you joined. So I think we talked about this uh, the last time we talked about the beta, uh, but is this a game as a service? Will this continue or is this, uh, what is the end game with this? I'm playing through just a campaign. I don't understand what the end game is going to be. I'm, I'm thinking like Destiny, and I know this isn't going to be like a game like Destiny. So I haven't actually played it in the end game. I haven't researched any end game because I kind of want to experience it for myself. But I do know that they're called expeditions for the end game after you beat the main story. And from what I've heard from Square Enix about this game is that they want it to be a five-year game. So they do have long-term plans for this game uh, going forward. And they've been working on this since Destiny was created. So it Five years. It, it's going to be a five-year game is what they've projected it to be. It's how much effort they want to put into this game. And being it's their only their second online multiplayer game, really, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with it. To answer the question clearly, as we know it right now, the game is not game as a service, but neither was Destiny when it launched. It was a static game that got get, getting things added on, but they did change and buff and fix things. I think we're going to see some things get like fixed, but I don't think they. it won't be a Destiny-like experience where like, oh, this weapon's good this week and this weapon's good that week. That's not how they plan to do it. They'll just be another expansion or a new thing. So it's kind of like, you know, ESO drops new things into the ecosystem and adds new things on. I think we'll see that kind of experience where it just adds on a new expansion and, you know, you go into a new area. So I think that's what we'll see. Not, Yeah. Uh, they're not going to have as uh, rough a time as Destiny has it right now, where everyone's complaining about like the different weapons and everything, like what feels broken, what feels like it works, because Outriders is purely PvE. And so if something feels broken to the players, they're not going to complain about it, because they're going to be like, this is awesome. I love this. Keep this in the game. Versus right. Destiny, where it's like, so we're never going to get that Jotun nerf, are we? <laughs> or, yeah, Valiant or... hopes not. <laughs> Okay, so let's go into like the overall thoughts in the game. What do you guys like, don't like, dislikes? I'll save mine to the end. Here, you get the last talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with the dislike first. Uh, their servers, it was a very rough start because of their server issues. I was seeing on Twitter and a bunch of people just getting mad, saying the game is broken and unfinished, when in reality, this game launched with less bugs in it than Destiny currently has right now. And it launched with less bugs than Destiny launched with. Sure. The only problems that people had with the game were the server issues because it was a peer-to-peer servers. They didn't do dedicated servers for this. So if you were connecting to someone who was being the host and they had terrible internet, everyone was going to get booted. And by terrible internet, I mean like you had to have at least, I want to say like 750 megs, if not a gigabyte internet to be able to host somebody when the game first launched. That was one of my only issues. There were some minor bugs, like sometimes there's an area where you go in and you're like, okay, we have to go through this door. The ads are going to open up this door. 
but because you rushed it so fast, they're just glitching and walking through the door rather than opening it and you can't go through it. But that's easy to fix. You just go back to the previous area, walk back into that, that area and the door's open for some reason because it saves your progress. And that's something that I like is that this game is really good about saving your progress. I was playing with Zeke and Jordan the other day and me and Jordan got booted from Zeke's mission and it reloaded us into our own sessions, I'm going to say. And we were at the exact point in like wave two out of three of these monsters that were coming at us. And it saved the exact point in that mission that we were at and loaded us in into our own versions. And all we had to do was rejoin Zeke. Uh, just saving, it just saves your progress so well. That's just a few of the things that I really like about this game. Yeah, for me, I like very much like the storytelling. The protagonist your character very much a military demeanor like it seems like somebody that's uh reserved they've seen some shit it's very well done like not tropey but it, it your character is is uh seems like a true character and some of the other characters you interact with we're talking like movie level acted so i like that i really do like that and the story itself so far i'm pretty interested in and you know think of how you know storytelling in games used to be you know be read it on the bottom of the screen and you know your lips move and they don't match up and things like that i mean this is you know we've come such a long way uh i i think it's great i think it's a it's a edit a form of entertainment unto itself just watching the story do its thing um so i'm 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 definitely liking that the last one that I had such a good feeling about the story on was Final Fantasy 15, and and I know some people out there will have uh, played that and liked it. I, I very much like the story and how this is being told and and all the stuff. I mean, there's some suspend your disbelief and like the setting of the story and like how did certain things happen in only 30 years and all those kind of things, but still, you know, it's like a think of it like an action movie. You gotta set aside certain disbelief and yeah it's a good it's a good it's a good ride yeah server stuff you know i think that we were finding two people more than two people one person was stable i didn't ever get kicked when i was playing solo but i got kicked and and solace got kicked somewhat yesterday well it was yesterday we were gaming i think it was yep. yesterday yeah it was um he kept getting kicked and i don't know if it was his xbox or just being the, the third person i think it's one of those things where it seemed like two people were stable three weren't but those are server issues, and they probably have, you know, tons of data now in this opening weekend on, oh, hey, you know, we've got to find ways to, to balance this or do that. And I'm sure they'll they'll fix those things. These are these are kind of the bugs that come up when you launch a new game. I mean, I, I've, it's, I'm not one that's played a lot of new games because we all know, but I think uh, I think that's a pretty common thing we hear about, you know, server stuff. But yeah, those those are the those are my that's my feedback, but. Especially, I mean, even let's pretend I paid sixty bucks for it. I, I'm saying absolutely worth it. If if it wasn't in Game Pass, I'd probably have paid for it. If I got the demo and I had to pay for it, I would have paid for it. Okay, so I'll give you my point. So we were talking about the connection. So obviously that was one of the big problems this weekend. But honestly, uh, you you name a game that comes out now uh, that works the first night with without connection issues. Let me know which one that is. I know like Destiny has it, Call of Duty had issues. The reason why I played Modern Warfare's campaign was because multiplayer did not work for the first full week. 
that's not too uncommon. You know, it, it's kind of upsetting. It was a down point. Uh, I'm hoping they fix it pretty soon. One of the things that is still disabled due to the connection issues is crossplay. So crossplay is not working at the moment. So that's somewhat of a problem. But my biggest pitch about this, and this is kind of silly, I, I like to nitpick, um, is just the cutscenes, the endless cutscenes. And there's just so many cutscenes in this game. And making matters worse is there's times where the cutscenes are less than like two seconds long. It takes longer loading out of the game, loading up the cutscene, and going back into the game than the actual cutscene lasted. And they're just nonstop. Like they were, especially at the beginning when you start off, I feel like you, you do something for 30 seconds, cutscene. You do something for 15 seconds, cutscene, cutscene, cutscene. It was like, oh, can you slow it down or just do it all in like one cutscene? Just like, let's get the story nailed down without taking us out of the game. And, and I think they're, some of them are kind of awkward. Like the, they just feel awkward. I don't know if it, whether it's the bad writing or they're trying to go for a certain style, but something's a little off to me. I'll give you some of the, the interactions are like forced because they're moving the story along, but other ones totally work. Some of those 18 second scenes, you know, like the, uh, the radio tower with the scientist mm -hmm. and uh, they're talking to, to uh, Johan there. What's his name? Uh, anyway, Jakob or whatever. Jakob. They're talking to Jakob. They like cut him out of the radio. That scene worked. I don't really, you know, that's a movie scene, you know? Yeah, it was, 30 seconds long or whatever. And I was like, I laughed, you know, I'm like, dude, when was the last time you laughed at a, at a cutscene? The, the other thing I think is funny is the characters. So they introduce these characters. that you going to think have some relevance to the game only to kill them right off. <laughs> that sniper chick, you thought she was going to do something. No, she just shot one bullet and then she got killed. <laughs> well, right. The sniper chick, I was like, wait a minute. They, her head's covered. She's going to come out later. She's going to be super hot. And our character's going to be interested in her or something. And all of a sudden, like, nope. <laughs> what? So, I mean, in a way, it's good because nobody's got plot armor. But still, yeah, I'm, like, I'm with you. I was a little shocked on that one. I mean, I don't know how far this, if anything changes in the story. But that guy, Seth, that like he was the first altered you'd run into. And you thought he had some relative. No, he's. Don't, don't give that away. But I'm just saying, yeah, like it, it just. You thought he was the baddest ass of, in, in town, right? And mm -hmm. maybe not so much. Anyway, so I want to get into what I do like. And one of the things I do like is that it's not Call of Duty. But I, I honestly needed to take a break from that game. I was willing to play basically anything. And so this came out and this is, this will be a fun game to sit there and at least play through the campaign, grind a little bit and, and shoot some things up. It's fun. Uh, especially when you have a group playing, it's fun to get into a mission. Things get a little hairy and a little hectic. It's definitely fun to shoot shit up. You have like these special powers and you start messing things up. Uh, the other thing I kind of really enjoy is the fact that it's difficult. It's not an easy game. So you play, especially solo, it's going to require learning how to play your character, learning how to get in cover and do different things, learning how to create a class that has the ability to survive. So there's there's a little bit of thought into it. It's it's not easy. I know like when I play Elder Scrolls online, I go through like the world stuff. Like I'm basically one-shotting things with my character and it gets kind of boring. Or like with Destiny, you kind of go through like the open world areas and you shoot things and it's, it gets kind of stale after a while. Or this, you're running through and, and it's just a challenge. Agreed on all those points. Uh, and of course, space magic. Space magic. 
And and it's a you know it's a fun looter shooter, uh, different style game. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, like everyone says, like the vision. Everyone links it to Destiny because a looter shooter. So I think it's more division with Gears of War movement and combat. Like it feels like I feels like I'm playing Gears of War. Gears of War meets Destiny. I think is to me that's what it feels like. Was Gears a lot of cut, duck and cover stuff like that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking it was um, Borderlands, but maybe not. Was Borderlands? Borderlands is more stra- stand up shooting and stand up shooting. Uh, Division as well as duck and cover. Like it, it had the same thing where you press A and you'd run the cover. Gears had like that rodeo run, like you could run real fast, and it felt like it feels like a combination of. I guess those three games: Division, Gears of War, and Destiny. If but they yeah, had space it. magic, a little love child, all three of them, a little menage a trois. <laughs> um, all right. Bottom line: Is it worth it? And I'm saying, being on Game Pass negates that question because hell, it's included. So, but would I pay sixty dollars for this? No, no, I, I wouldn't. And I would, I would have been mad if I did because I don't think this is a game that. I'm going to be super crazy about maybe things change. Maybe my opinion changes, but I enjoy it. I, I'd be all right if this was a $30, $40 game. Like I said, it came on Game Pass. I got it. I'm having fun with it. It's not Call of Duty. What do you guys think? Bottom line, worth it? Uh, in my opinion, I mean, I did pay the 60 for it, for the Hells Rangers pack. Uh, and, you know, it's been worth it. Like It's like any other like single-player story. That you go through, you pay 60 bucks for the game, you play through it once, uh, you maybe delete it off your console or you just leave it there for a while. And then one day you're like, you know what, I want to go check that out again. So you go and you reboot it up. I feel like it's going to be like that for me. Like, I'll just go back and I'll play like, I don't know, Dark Souls again, kind of a deal. I get that. I mean, you know, like $60 isn't a lot. Like if you get, I mean, how many hours you already put into it? So right there, it's probably already paid itself i'd have to actually look that up but you probably put 10 15 hours he's got to have more than that i've got almost 20 hours in it so and right there you're paying three dollars an hour so what we're gonna get entertainment for that so i i know i i say i wouldn't but i don't know i i'm i'm happy that's game pass it works for me valiant bottom line yep uh if i'd gotten to the beta i would have um or you know the the demo um and had the same experience I'm having now, I would have bought it. Um, it since it came past, obviously it's a it's moot, but yeah, I would have paid for it. So now you're a two game gamer. No, I've I've purchased like four games in the past. Purchasing five and years. playing are two different things. <laughs> well, no, I mean I I I played. I, to be fair, I played Final Fantasy, played uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, I played. Uh, Outriders and I played Destiny and Anthem. And you played one game of Warzone with Giddy and she demands another. You no, I do owe her. We did twice we did that. And I was on for like a whole night in Warzone. But yes. So yeah, it's not it's not like I play a lot of games, but I do. But you know, I'm I've got dozens of hours in, in other games. I tell you what, get it now if you're thinking of getting it. Don't don't hesitate. We got a lot of players playing it now. Don't be one to wait. This goes on sale. Yeah, I, know I mean, I said I wouldn't. We're all doing it together. It's like a fun thing, you know. Where we're, it's kind of like that. 
you know, there was probably 30 of us that played Anthem for a week, you know, what, two years ago? Is it two years ago already? Probably, yeah. Um, it's the same kind of thing. You know, maybe, you know, a year from now, this game isn't, isn't anywhere, or maybe it has legs, but we're all playing it right now. There's a lot of people playing it, and uh, they're all looking for parties. And if you go into Discord, we have the Outriders game channel. Hop in there and uh, group the hell up. All right, well, let's, uh, let's move it along. Uh, we got uh, TV and movies. We got a few things we want to touch on like uh, that have come out. Uh, the first thing, uh, I know there's a lot of people that were Walking Dead fans that have left the show over the course of years because of various reasons, and I understand why. But me being a big zombie fan, I still watch the shows. I like anything zombie-related. And The Walking Dead this week had a Negan episode. It was all about Negan. And it's kind of like a, a one-off. I recommend this to anybody that has watched The Walking Dead, that enjoyed The Walking Dead at some point, to watch this episode. Very, very good. It was very well done. Um, and I wish all the episodes could be this good. It's funny. They go from the week before they had absolutely the worst episode of The Walking Dead on, and I was hating on it, to this episode where just it hit the ball out of the park. It was great. It was fantastic. If you ever watched The Walking Dead before, if you have the chance to watch this episode, here's Negan, his name of the episode. I highly recommend it. Go check it out. Fantastic. Up next, we have... Oh, go ahead. No, I, I'll watch it. You know, definitely check it out. It's got the lot of approval. You know, it's got to be good. I have high standards, unlike you guys. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> well, I see all you people Whoa. recommend recommending Marvel movies and shit like that. Speaking of superheroes, there's a new show on Amazon that was written by the. Uh, Writer of The Walking Dead, Kirkman. I don't even know the guy's first name. Um, I'm drawing a blank. But he uh, also wrote the comic Invincible. And it's a cartoon on Amazon Prime. And the voice actor is the guy who played Glenn on Walking Dead. <laughs> Valiant, I think you've been watching this show. There's, there's a few people uh, that you'll, you'll re- notice, you'll recognize the voices and you'll want to look them up. Uh, I won't go into any of that. But if you liked The Boys... Invincible is, uh, it's good. It's really good. It's hard to say much about it without kind of unraveling certain imp- important, um, jarring plot points. So the some of the things that I can give you without having seen it at all is um, some superhero's son, uh, who's he's called Omni Man, and Omni Man has a kid who's just a you know, a normal kid and, you know, they have a discussion about, you know, maybe you'll get your powers, maybe you won't because your mom's human, you know, set up like how many other different things, you know, maybe you'll have powers, maybe you won't. Young Justice, you know, and Teen Titans, any of those that, you know, maybe they'll, you'll be something like dad or maybe you'll just be regular, you know, whatever. So kid gets powers and the name of his character is Invincible, which, you know, ironically, he is. He's super, but he's not invincible, which is cool because his name kind of has that double meaning. And oh, the backdrop is, you know, he's trying to figure out where he fits in in a world where there's a bunch of different supers around. You know, his dad is like the uh, the King Alpha 
super and then there's a bunch of different you know lowly normal supers and and other things and different teams and whatever but some rather jarring things happen in the very first episode and my jaw was literally on the floor and i've seen the boys right you know the things that happen in that show holy f so i i'd I'd say watch an episode if you can get through the first episode and go eh whatever message me because i'm like i would be like i can't even fathom how you could say that because the show was that fucking good so anyway that's my pitch yeah so basically omni-man is uh superman so it's basically i think they took i keep saying basically i gotta stop that they took um dc universe and kind of created this spoof parallel world of that and it's the justice league the main characters Omni-Man Fair. is Superman, um, and uh, the kid is, I guess, would be like Superman's son, essentially. That first yep. episode, it, it ended, I was like, oh, this was, wasn't bad, this was interesting, and then there was the uh, the extra part that went on after it, and yeah, you were just like, what in the world, oh my god. And what just happened? What that, the F? That hooks you so hard. That's that's got to be like if you're fishing and like you you know you're the fish. There's that shiny hook with the worm on it, and you bite hard because you're you're locked in. You're locked in after that. And if you're not, I'd be surprised. It is a cartoon, but it's an adult theme. Show. Yeah, it is not. I wouldn't I wouldn't watch it around young kids because it's. I think it'd be very um, jarring for yeah young kids. Like even my son who's 13, I think he'd have nightmares. Because it, it gets violent, um, they don't pull punches on things and and adult themes. So, but it's great. It's it's on uh, Amazon. It's I think it comes out every Friday. Every Friday, yeah. Okay. Um, so there's four episodes out. They released three, and then they just had the fourth episode. Definitely recommend if you like superhero stuff, watch it. Even if you don't like superhero stuff, give it a shot. Well, there was another show that I think you had, Valiant. Yep. Uh, this is a quick little. Uh, thing um it's technically sci-fi because you know it something changed that wasn't but it's more of like a it's like a what if uh historical fiction think like maybe as as real science uh fiction or real sciency as like the expanses that's what they did here and went in the past so think the expanse meets mad men so what it is is in on the moon landing there was a uh, a a arms race for lack of a better term a race to space right and uh this was the Russians and the US in the late 60s and early 70s and uh most people may or may not know the last time the Americans were on the moon 1972 so from 1969 to 1972 we went to the moon like three or four times you know exciting great yeah but that was it and in this alternate version of For All Mankind, the Russians won. They got there first. And so without spoiling too much of the story, that what that did was keep the race alive. And so instead of just stopping going to the moon in 1972, where I am so far, I'm three quarters of the way through season one, and there's two seasons, it's 1979, and we're still going to the moon. So, you know, good and bad, there's a bunch of, you know, russian spy stuff going on a bunch of other like historical fiction stuff but again my theory is they're going to bring us right up to to now 
And uh, there's a whole lot of, you know, the technology advances a little bit more because we're we're focused on it and things like that. So it's pretty cool. I think it's uh, and it's on uh, Apple Plus. So anybody that has one of those um, Apple paid subscriptions, which I got free with my iPhone, I think it's pretty cool. And, you know, I like that historical fictiony stuff. So it's fun. Huh. I've seen that, uh, but I haven't, I haven't watched it because I don't have Apple Plus. I'll have to see if my kids get the subscription because they have iPhones, Macs, and all that horse shit. My wife just bought a new Mac. I'll have to check it out. I think the last show we had was uh, a movie that was just released. and <laughs> uh, my, my kids watched this the other night. I haven't, I've yet to watch it. Godzilla versus Kong. And, <laughs> and none of us have seen it. But there's a ton of buzz out there, right? No one's seen it. I, I've not watched a, a, a Godzilla Kong movie. Well, I guess I, I I probably watched some of the newer stuff, but I just remember as a kid, a little boy watching these movies, the originals, like the original Godzilla movies. They were so fantastic as a as a little boy. But my kids and my my oldest is kind of tough on movies. He's almost like me. He's not as bad as me, but no, he's pretty bad. He actually said he enjoyed this one. He says it's just it's a, a popcorn movie. Just pop some popcorn and watch Godzilla and Kong beat the shit out of each other and destroy Tokyo. <laughs> Along with other stuff. But they said it was, if you're looking for like monsters to fight each other, they say it's pretty good. Obviously, if you're looking for a movie to watch, check it out. And I think the last thing on our agenda was make fun of Valiant. There's a short, funny thing that happened. What's, what is that, Valiant? Because you didn't post how to make fun of you. Uh, I guess it wasn't me. I don't. I don't. I don't know what. Uh... Oh, was it Sonic? No, nah, I. Uh, I didn't say anything. Oh, huh. maybe no, it was, that wasn't uh, me. Maybe it was Solus put it on before he backed out. Oh, oh, oh yeah. We we Solus had to back out tonight. That bastard. He's doing detention now in the in the gimp cage. You'll have to <laughs> have to put the, it. Look, next I'll episode. let him out sometime. We'll have to tune in next time to. to <laughs> for him to tell us like what the funny thing i'm guessing it has to be with so we were you know we were in the same game yesterday in uh in outriders for what about 30 minutes before you got booted repeatedly oh maybe was, so uh, <laughs> maybe that was it yeah that bastard now i was looking at a chance to make funny and let's take yeah i was sure it was you because uh, you know mage and i haven't gamed that much lately and you and i did probably what two or three hours last night yeah so i just figured it was you no, no, it wasn't me. I'll have to go check the version of Google Docs. Oh, that was... Now, man, now now Solus is in big-ass trouble. Took away my fun. So next so uh, next episode's rant is how putting something on the agenda <laughs> and then not being here for the... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's so, going to be it. So next episode is make fun of Solus for not being here to make fun of Val. Right. We always make fun of Solus. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless it was it was Gunny. Gunny just came in and edited the uh, the agenda. You know who, I'm gonna tell you who us. it was. It was Grex. This is the shit Grex does. He's so evil, and he's <laughs> he's divide and conquer. I'm telling you, you guys have no idea. He's the worst one. Ah, oh, that Grex. Uh, he, he he's I he's trying right to. He's like it's. Uh, he's like the uh, to play a reference. He's like that robot in. Uh, the uh, invincible. Yeah. Don't trust the robot. No. Don't it trust Grex. So nice and such a team player, but oh. truly nefarious. Very evil. 
All right. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for this episode of the ReaperCast. I want to thank everybody for being on the show. Thank you, Sonic, for stepping up, helping us out. Yeah, anytime. Uh, Valiant, thank you as well for the last minute uh, hop on. Happy to be a pinch hitter. I have a comment to make, but I'm going to let that one slide. <laughs> as always, I like to remind everyone to stop by our forums at forums.grimreapergamers.com to see everything we're up to, as well as to follow us on Twitter at GRG. I'm sorry, I screwed it up. At grgamers.com, spell out the DOT. Oh, my Lord. And with that, stay safe and get your game on.